We've oh, already that's... spoken about the topics yes. before, so we, we, really... we already know. Yes, yes, yes. That's really a pleasure, uh, um, Carvi and Ibnu, to, to speak with you. Um, pleasure, you know, likewise. Marco speaking, I'm uh, located in Italy, really close to Como, and uh, uh, our friends Carvi and Ibnu are located in Indonesia. Hello. So uh, let's say that we have uh, many kilometers of distance between us, but also <laughs> something, we have something that is uh, uh, linking us uh, uh, very close, because everyone knows that our favorite uh, team uh, Como 1907 oh. is owned by uh, Indonesian company. And so we would like to start uh, this uh, uh, podcast uh, really uh, friendly, discussing and um, having uh, our opinions shared with uh, everyone that will uh, listen to us uh, about the uh, uh, current situation of Como, what will uh, will be in the next future, what have been done in the recent past, yeah. uh, uh, last game, uh, and uh, uh, obviously uh, we will uh, allow um, all the listeners in, in the next episode to send us questions, and uh, obviously I'm here to make a for sure question to Carvi and Ibnu, and also to try and reply to their questions. So uh, let's say that we are uh, on a virtual uh, uh, bar, sport, uh, chatting right. about. Uh, right. <laughs> yes, we should. That that's fine. Um, uh, Ibnu, Ibnu, have you have you have you seen the the most recent uh, game uh, uh, with uh, Perugia? Yes, I did. I did. We watch every game. <laughs> that's fine. That's every fine. single game, and uh, yeah, me and Carvi saw it. I think personally, uh, it was a good game, but it was also quite tough for us. We were uh, glad to get the three points. Finally, um, right? And finally, we after a lot of draws, we finally got a three point. I think it's very important. And uh, Chichiretti made a very good uh, chance as well. He scored a goal. And uh, thanks to Alberto Cherry as wonderful well. Wonderful goal. Yeah, wonderful. wonderful. We were very happy to see Alberto Cherry back on the field because he made a difference. Yeah. Absolutely. But actually... Uh, like just to add on to that, even though the goal was beautiful, though I don't know if you saw, but in my opinion, the goal happened because of Nardi's interception yes. when the goalkeeper yes. kicked the ball and he read that play perfectly well and he yeah. passed the ball to Cherry, which then allowed Chichiretti. Of course, Chichiretti showed some individual brilliance, but yes. I think that play happened for Nardi, and it's been happening for the past two games. He's really been stepping up his gameplay. Yes. So I think he's one of the most underrated players in Como right now because he didn't score the goal, but he made it happen. Yeah, totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Cicciretti uh, goal uh, was really, really nice, uh, and he showed uh, all his uh, technical skills because he was able to receive the ball, the ball uh, with his weak uh, feet, which is the right, <laughs> adjust yeah. the left, and then. Uh, uh, the, 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 he, he made a really nice goal with, with the right foot. And obviously also, yes, the, the um, Perugia um, goalkeeper was may, maybe uh, not perfect uh, with his um, action, but Nardi is a really quick, really reactive yeah. player. And I agree with yeah. you that he's, uh, he's, uh, he's a player that uh, I would like to see more on the field uh, and also maybe uh, will give the chance to Mr. Gattuso to have uh, um, uh, making play also uh, with Arrigoni and Belemo in uh, the two central midfield uh, uh, position, which uh, I think that is uh, maybe uh, not for the player, but for the uh, system of play, maybe is something that could be a weak link uh, in, uh, in in the chain of our our. Uh, team right now because uh, being a really uh, aggressive uh, yeah. team yeah. in that area uh, we suffer on, on some uh, game uh, that the, the opponent has uh, more players in that area. So yeah. both uh, Arigoni and Belemo, which uh, both of them are doing really well, but I can imagine that they can be uh, not so easy to make all the 90 minutes, 95 minutes, and uh, every day, every yeah. Yeah. every every week. So I think that Nardi 
uh, could be a great option. Also because uh, he has uh, uh, even more experience in uh, Serie B than uh, than uh, Arrigoni and Belém. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good. You know, and speaking, sorry, Marco. Speaking yes. of of the system, what do you yeah. think? Because last, uh, you know, we all know Gattuso's favorite formation is four four two. But as yeah. you saw last game, I think it's the first. I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it might be the first time he played a back three. I think it was uh, three central defenders with two wing backs, and yes. then Cicciretti as an attacking midfielder, and Cherry and Lagumina up front. Yes, um, this is a different system. I've been talking to Ipnu about this. Like maybe it's time to change the system because at four four two we've been drawing a lot of one ones. Yeah, and as soon as they change to a back three, I see like a, a different style of play. Could also be. Uh, do, do the different combination of players, of course, because of injuries and whatnot. Yes. But this is a, a new system that we don't see Como play too often. What do you think about this, this system? Yes, the, uh, my, my uh, quick opinion is that, let's say, generally speaking, I'm a big fan of uh, defense with four players. I'm not okay. really um, yeah. a big fan of the defense of three, three, yeah. three defenders. But that's yeah. just me, just my preference, maybe because I'm an old guy that would <laughs> yeah. defense old old guys. <laughs> would be there. Yeah. I think that uh, the, the big point uh, that uh, we have to, to discuss and, and understand is that maybe it could be a good change because uh, it gives the midfielder uh, to be more close uh, the player, close uh, one to each other. And also, uh, I really like the fact to have the attacking midfielder uh, back on um, on the on the on the on the two striker. So the position yes. of striker to me is, is really good. And and uh, and what 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 uh, your opinion about this, Ibnu? Uh, I I like the the formation that they use uh, the last game against Perugia. I. I really like the 4-4-2 formation from the beginning because it had uh, Mutir Shaja and I thought ah, uh, yes. Mutir Shaja mm-hmm. is a very beautiful... Uh, we miss him. Game. Yeah, we miss him. And with on the back, we have the two central defenders like uh, Filippo Scaglia. Yeah, Filippo Scaglia, yes. Filippo Scaglia. I think with him missing, it, it affected Como's game a little bit. With only Matteo Solini to control the center defense, I think that's where they're. Yes. Running. Yeah. But it brings an interesting um, dilemma, which is I think yeah. it's a good problem to have because usually you would uh, put a, a midfielder or a winger on the left side, like maybe Blanco. Yeah. Uh, but mm. instead we have uh, Ionalo. I think played the last game as a wing back. Oh so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, and I think Ionalo is a very offensive player as well. So you know yeah. he shows uh, some great skill. Obviously he scored a goal a couple of games ago. Yeah, and uh, you know, with with in terms of productivity, I actually think he's doing better than Blanco. Yes, but you know, he does have a, a temper yeah. issue. I think. <laughs> yes, I think that the I I agree with him. Also, I'm a I'm a fan, generally speaking, of the four four two because I think that is really well balanced and uh, is one of the my preferred system. But yeah. uh, Mr. Gattuso is. Uh, Using uh, something like that is a four, two plus two and two because the uh, the midfielder uh, are really attacking on on the on the wings, the two wings, left and, and right wings. So when yes. he use both offensive uh, left and right wings, obviously this can generate good attacking uh, options, but can give some difficulties on defending. My yes. point is that. Uh, uh, maybe uh, there is something in changing the, the, the system due to the fact that, uh, uh, contrary to what I was saying, we, we have, except for the unlucky um, 5-0 with Benevento, that is a different story. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can speak about this later, but it, it's an yeah. uncommon, uncommon match because there was two, two penalties in 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, the red uh, card. We cannot analyze that 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 game. Yeah, I think yeah. that the issue was not uh, the uh, the defense, but the attacking, because we are not, uh, despite having two forwarder and two le- one right and one left winger 
that are attacking, we were not uh, able to make uh, that much uh, goal, uh, which means that we, we made a lot of 1-1 one, one draw, but we were yeah. not able to, to, to put uh, a second goal uh, or a third one. Yeah, so yeah. I think that the point was the, uh, not that the forwarder was, was uh, playing bad games, but maybe they were not receiving good balls uh, to, mm. to Something that um, we have seen also happening yesterday when the Italy team was uh, uh, out of Knocked the out, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was very sad. Yeah. Yes, but but honest last minute. Honest speaking, uh, uh, ten minutes of, of the first uh, half, I was thinking this will be a bad game because wow. Italy yeah, was doing yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of play, 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 but it yeah. was missing. Uh, the, 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 the let's say the, the, the right uh, occasion. If you right. go go back and see how many times uh, the opponent uh, goalkeeper have been uh, uh, forced to use his, his hands, I think <laughs> twice maybe. Yeah. So it, it's not enough. And something not similar enough. could happen sometimes with uh, the uh, our our uh, our Como uh, team. So maybe maybe the use of a different approach and also the use of a player like Ciretti uh, that uh, are unpredictable because they are so great quality that can move. Uh, they have really great skill. Uh, you know, I am always thinking that uh, quality of player is something that cannot uh, be. Uh, caged in a system of play. You have to, this kind of players, you have let them lose. Do what you want in that area of the field. Yeah. Speaking of Ticciretti, yeah. sorry, uh, speaking of Ticciretti, uh, me and Ipno haven't seen him play much last season, obviously, because you know we only started really following Serie B yes. uh, this season. Uh, you know, obviously, he's a veteran player, right? He played, uh, you know, what team did he play for again before? For the non, was it? For the non, before this? this yes, for the non. Yeah, for the non. Yeah, yeah, so he played for Pordenone for a while. And, you know, from what I heard, he hasn't scored for, I think, one year, right? Yes. Since uh, before the last game, he hasn't scored for one year. I mean, it's a wonderful goal to score for your first goal in, in one year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, how did you see him play? Um, obviously, you've been following Serie B for a lot longer than, than we have, probably. So, how? Does he fit the style of system? Did he play in the same kind of system that he did in Porinone, um with Como at the moment? Is this where he belongs uh, as an attacking midfielder role? I think I think that uh, Ciciretti uh, uh, quickly quickly going back to Ciciretti's story. Ciciretti is the uh, classical uh, yeah. situation of a, a really good player, quality yeah. player that in modern days football struggle a little bit. Uh, quick, quick recap, he, he made a uh, young team uh, in Roma. Uh, Roma, yeah. And he was, right? yes, he was heralded to be the, uh, the new Francesco Totti. Oh, number, wow. 10 on, number 10 on his shoulder and he was giving really great uh, a quality in football in, in a young team of Roma. Then when he started to uh, do the, the, let's say, real football, so he, not, not the, the young team, he exploded on the scene in Benevento, when Benevento was, uh, uh, he was one of the best players of Benevento in Serie B when he was promoted to Serie A. Mm. Oh. So he played in Serie A, and uh, you can see also if you check on YouTube, uh, whatever, you can see that he made uh, incredible goals against Sampdoria and also against Juventus, Juventus Stadium. It was a really, really high quality player. What yeah. happened? It happened that in that season, mid of the season, in the January um, transfer market, he was uh, bought by uh, Napoli. So he mm. went to the team. But uh, Napoli um, uh, is not, uh, in, had not the chance to play with Napoli because it was sent to Parma, which mm. was in Serie B. And Parma won the, the, that year. It was again promoted in Serie A. 
then he went back to Napoli, and then again he went to different teams. Uh, and the last one was Pordenone, but it was had not the chance to at the time to adjust himself to that uh, right, team right, and right. play. He he needs that. He yeah. needs to have uh, uh, not not have uh, uh, pressure in in initially. Let let him do what he can do. The, the quality is out of question. And uh, I still think that he is a Serie A player. More do, you than... plays, do you think he plays a little bit like Ogriarella, but he needs to explore more, like how he, he can play. He needs to have the support system from the team, the whole team from Como. And then mm-hmm. maybe this gives him the confidence now to explore more if, if he were to be played more regularly, you think? I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So my, 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 my thinking is absolutely positive of, positive of the player. Yeah. And I really hope uh, that in the, this last part of the season, which uh, Como can play uh, really easily, because uh, we have to say that there is no chance to be uh, relegated. We have never risked yes. to be relegated. That's yes, true. Yes, yes, yes. I understand yes. that uh, uh, Mr. Gattuso prefer to say that uh, that's the goal, uh, and we have to do that, absolutely, yeah. keep uh, Serie B, that's fine. But I think that the team is much more stronger than teams that are struggling to, to not, not to be relegated. Yeah. And we have, we have players that are really good quality, and we can be, let's say, on the higher part of, of, of the table. Then, so I think that the, the potential of the team could be to be in the playoff. Obviously, as you said, we have suffered uh, major injuries to uh, Chaja, which uh, absolutely was... Uh, absolutely miss Chaja, though. Very, it very was nice. the, the crack player of the season, because yes. he was... Very good. <laughs> this is clear. He, he was the, absolutely started as the best player, because it was really... Uh, difficult to, to, to be understood by the opponent, yeah, really great yeah. quality speed, but also really great uh, ideas. I've seen, uh, I've seen the, the match the, uh, with Perugia uh, in Como, and uh, he made uh, incredible uh, assist uh, when, when uh, Lagumina made the goal. I've oh, seen him. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. We have the highlights get on our ball. Page. Get the yes. ball going yes. uh, through, through the through, through the feet, to the pitch, and also with I've seen it. He, he made um, indication to Lagumina with his hand. Go left. Mm. He saw wow. that went left. He did the ball and he struck the goal. Really good. It was something. Also in in a, in a really fast way, so I was really, really impressed by that yeah, player. Yeah. Unfortunately, without that player, uh, for sure, we have some points uh, that are missing that could be, I think that we could be together with Perugia and Ascoli, because we yeah, missed yeah. some points, we missed some yes, points. Yeah. A lot of the draws that we have had are not uh, draws that we were losing and then we, we made the draw. So yeah. it's not a, a point that you you were zero, you went to one. Yeah. We were winning, and we were then uh, the, the other teams uh, scored the goal later. And so this this uh, you you have a, let's say you are on the seventy minutes and you are one zero, so you have three points. Then you yeah. go one, one, you go back to one. So I think that we miss uh, I would say four or five points uh, on 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 the final table at the moment. Which will be really useful today to, <laughs> for sure. The playoff. <laughs> you know, Do Marco you may have a chance to to go to the playoff. Huh? Yeah, we're nine points. We're only, I think, we're nine, nine points. Nine, nine points. is it eight? Eight points. I think it's eight yes. points away from uh, Ascoli, which is the uh, current yes. number eight on the on the table. Ah. Um. I, well, yeah. yeah, I think eight points. So that's what three wins away. Three yes. wins, and I believe. Uh, Cremonese, Pisa, and I think it was Monza. Yeah. Uh, the top three teams at the moment will have to face Como. Uh, yes. The, uh, yes, we'll have to face Como. Yeah, I... So, and you know, like this, if you were talking about Serie A, 
um, if you're going to compare like the top three teams with the bottom half of the table, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like you can already tell who might potentially win. But I think in the overall situation of Serie B, I think Serie B is very tight. It's very hard yeah. to predict because yeah, we've yeah. been giving away yes. points from teams that are lower than us, like Bordenone yeah. and Spal. Yeah. But we can win against Brescia, can win yeah. against, uh, uh, you know, uh, Perugia. So, yeah, I think, I think there's, uh, you know, in Serie B, I think anything is, is possible. And it's really, really tight. I mean, the top three teams, we, I, I can't say who's going to win for sure. Absolutely. Uh, we don't know. If you ask me, yeah. if you ask me, I thought that Lecce was Lecce. Uh, something better than the others, but at the moment yeah. they 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 lose some points, so yeah. I think that they, they they have to because they are in a fourth position right now. So yeah. yes, there are four teams in three points uh, for the top of of the of the of, uh, of this uh, top team of the season. So it's really, really, really tight. Uh, and you, you, you just uh, uh, if you have the chance to win uh, two games in a row, your your uh, your situation completely change. I hope so. Honestly, too. I think that um, we can do good in the yeah. in this end this season because we have a great potential, and also the the player now can uh, can be more uh, realized, realizing the fact that we are not. Uh, uh, have risk to be relegated so they can play uh, at their best without uh, um, being maybe too stressed by the situation. Yeah. Um, so I think that we have some chance. My, um, my issue is that I do not see uh, among the teams that at the moment are in the playoff uh, someone that can collapse, something that can lose a lot of points. Because I see Ascoli that is doing uh, a good championship and always regular so they are doing uh, they are doing um, many wings not yeah. many rows but they go that way Frosinone Benevento same maybe Brescia they changed the, the manager Palacio now is injured so who oh. can do that if you go up Carbonese Pisa Monza e Lecce I do not believe they cannot. They, they will go directly to Serie A or the Serie A. So maybe the last the last position is is the only one that can be attacked, uh, which is as you said, Ascoli. But it's, it's, it's really difficult. I think that uh, what what I would like to see is to see uh, maybe as Ibnu said, uh, different system of play because we we can we can try. We are not risking uh, to, to be relegated. We can try. Yeah. And uh, I would like to see uh, playing more uh, Blanco as possible. Ciciretti. Yes. I will put Ciciretti yes, every minute because yeah. he's the player that can do the difference. And I would like also to see what happens if we, if we play with just one uh, forward, one striker, a Cherry, for example, yeah. and three players if like something like four, two, three, one, something like that. Cherry, which is uh, really strong in uh, high, height and yeah. side, is strong really strong man, good. target man. Yes, target man, that's right. Yes. And uh, maybe Ciciretti back uh, and on the left and on the right side, we can have, I don't know, Blanco and, and Parigini, something like that. I would like yeah. to see something like that also. So we see what, what Mr. Gattuso will do. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think about the the, the defensive um, play at the moment? Because, like you said, our problem is, um, of course, scoring goals. But I don't think it's for a lack of talent. Because I think we have a no, very no. talented attacking yeah. players. Like, in terms of attacking yeah. players, even with the absence of Chagia, I still think, like, Gumina, Cherry, Ticciretti, they're all still very capable attacking players. But... Yes. Fachin has fucking has been very very good for us this season, and I, but the fact that he has to save that many shots, I think uh, it, it, it speaks right. something about our defense. Uh, what do you think? What do you think, Marco? Me and Ipno were speaking about this. Like Fakin yeah. has been really good, but should he really be allowed to be saving that many shots? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's the great, the, yes. great wall, the great wall of Como. 
the great love como yeah really <laughs> yeah. let's say let's say that my point of view is really close to what you are uh, discussing yeah. uh, i think that uh, first of all we have to 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 say that we have two um guys that are goalkeeper very good yeah gory very good too we know Fatin, uh, very very well from the last uh, years but we have never experienced, and also he's, he's never been experienced with Serie B. So he had, uh, let's say, a really good uh, season this year. It was the second uh, uh, goalkeeper, and he, he made a really good, really, really good season. Amazing. Uh, Gori, who is the first uh, in line uh, as a goalkeeper, has a good, good experience in Serie B, and he's a really good uh, um, He's on loan from Juventus as well. That's really good. Obviously, the, the scouts yeah. really, really yeah. value him very highly. I think that he had uh, he had that accident. Uh, it was maybe with Frosinone, maybe uh, that yeah. he made that mistake uh, playing the ball uh, with his feet, and we were um, and we received the goal. So that that was the only mistake that he made. That other than that, it was a good season, except for the injury. Yeah. The defense. You are right. The let's say that. To me, the defense is, um, let's say that I, I see that our uh, attack player, uh, forward player, are uh, um, better quality than our defense. Also, yeah, that, 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 uh, this is what I think. Um, we have to, to say that uh, during the summer uh, transfer market, uh, the two big players uh, were uh, Scaglia yes. and Barnier, mm. uh, which, uh, which uh, also Barnier is a younger player, so you know that there is the rule of the underage players, uh, which is also affecting uh, the, the, the market. Oh, is, that, is that why he's not been playing recently, uh, Barnier? Because we haven't hey. seen him for a long time. Yes, I haven't seen him in a while, right. Oh, that's the reason. I thought he was injured or something. Yes, yes. There is nothing official about this, so the, uh, but uh, he had uh, a recurring issue, muscular issue, that mm -hmm. also he had, uh, in the past, he had uh, a big uh, accident, uh, uh, I think, on his knees. Uh, and so he's uh, maybe, I think, that potentially is the best defense player that we have, because oh. he's also coming from Atalanta, and uh, he's, uh, he was seen as one of the best young players in Atalanta in defense. He made a couple of big Serie B uh, championship with Cittadella. He was also mentioned as best defender of the season. And in one year, he also played together with Scaglia. So they know very well. And I think that uh, uh, Mr. Ludi, the team, made a really good decision to bring them all together back in the same team this year. I'm speaking about Scaglia and, uh, and Barnier. The issue with Barnier has been that he played, and I think that he, it, he was not in the top physical condition. Okay. And honestly, he made some uh, mistakes, yeah. uh, which, you know, in Italy, um, generally speaking, our football culture is defensive. So mm -hmm. it's really difficult in Italy to be a central defense player, more difficult than to be a striker. Because if you are a striker and you score one goal and you miss five, you are okay. And you just make one small mistake. You, you made a perfect, perfect match, but one yeah. small mistake at end of the game. Oh, and wow. the opponent make score a goal, you are the you are <laughs> oh, you're yeah, the media crucify you. Yes, you will receive receive four points yeah. on the judge. So it's <laughs> difficult, it's difficult. Because I think that for sure, like that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that we, we, we should improve the defense for the next year for sure. Yeah. Do you think um so, like, you know, obviously you've been following Como for a lot longer than we have. Yeah. And 
I believe right now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there's about what nine or ten players uh, on loan uh, from yes. other team, and I think uh, from how me and Itno have spoken to, uh, you know, our upper management on yes. the people that take care of Como, you know, their style. If you ever watched the movie Moneyball, um, their strategy is to uh, uh, loan players. Yes, their strategy is to try and uh, maximize result with uh you know without spending overly spending at the moment you know right because uh you know loan players and obviously it's been uh, it's been working pretty well i mean the past three seasons yeah. since the acquisition we've been going up uh we've been going up in uh, consistent promotions from serie d to the serie c Absolutely. uh do you see an improvement uh on the team you've been following como for a while and since before the acquisition to now um do you see a consistent acquisition and Also, to that point, most of the players in in Como at the moment, you know, are Serie C players, and you know they're holding their own very well in in Serie B, uh, which you know has a lot of players. I mean, there's Buffon in there, uh, Palacio, you know, very very good uh, international standard players. And like you said, you know, players like uh, Fakin have never played in Serie B before. Uh, so, what do you think of this uh, uh, the team's improvement in the past three years? Ah, uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I think that um, um, I, I say that I, I, I go uh, to the stadium every uh, match, uh, home match, and I follow the team uh, on the TV on the away match. Uh, I think that uh, the difference between Serie D, Serie C, and Serie B is uh, big. There are big step of of, uh, of difference in quality of the player. Okay. I think also that uh, Serie D or Serie C player can gap this difference when he's highly motivated and uh, uh, highly uh, devoted to the team. We have a big, big. Uh, um, we can have a. A, a good discussion about this if you if you see Alessandro Gabrelloni. Yeah. Alessandro mm-hmm. Gabrelloni uh, comes from a small team. Uh, he played uh, uh, only Serie D, just a small match in Serie C before joining Como, and he was successful in Serie D. He was successful in Serie C. In Serie B, obviously, he shows that it's more difficult to, yes. to, to do that. But when he was called, he made goals. So this, this, this makes that it's not possible. Also, a few things to use. You mentioned Fakin. I mentioned also um, uh, Belemo that uh, made the, the highest uh, goals in this uh, in his career in Serie B, and it's the first time that he played in Serie B. So Serie B is for sure more difficult, higher quality, but uh, Serie C player can be there and can and can show that they 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 are not Serie C. But they are also Serie B players. Right, right. This is my point. Yeah. I really appreciate the fact that the, um, the, the team is not, uh, um, let's say, there's not a um, player just here because they have a big name. Yes. Uh, so, step by step attitude is something that uh, I really, and also a lot of people here, everyone here, appreciate. Obviously, step by step means that tomorrow you should have better player than yesterday. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> not yeah. easy. And also, uh, I understand the the loan, the on loan players, because you have uh, the chance to have here players like, for example, Parigini, Lagumina, Cherry. That uh, Cherry. they are uh, signed to a Serie A team, but yeah. they they have no chance to show. Because uh, the, to play and to show how good they are, because you know they are in uh, in Serie A team that are struggling to keep the Serie A. Mm-hmm. So maybe the manager prefer seasoned players, uh, and yes. these younger players can uh, have the chance. So for them is really good uh, occasion to show that they are good player, yeah. and uh, and for the team there is no risk because they are not investing big money. Uh, to buy a player and then the player is not performing. 
I think that uh, these uh, on on uh, on on this occasion of Como, uh, we should keep uh, many of them because uh, many of them uh, showed interest in staying here. Yeah. Understood that there is a big project. Uh, there is not something that tomorrow will not be there. So yes. there is the future. Como is a nice city to live. You are close to Switzerland. You are close to Milan. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think that uh, if if I were in the position to to say something, I will for sure keep uh, Cherry Alberto Cherry, and I will try to to buy the player and to to have him uh, on Como, no more on loan, uh, but as an asset for Como. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and I will say the same for Lagumina because maybe yeah. someone can say that he could have scored more goal. But this also applies to Cherry because Cherry made goals, but many of them were penalty. penalty I'm, yeah. I'm not arguing about how many goals they, they are made. They, they are both doing really good yeah. uh, season, and they both have the uh, potential to do better. And I think that there are two players that if Como can make an agreement with their team, they can keep. Same for Parigini. I think that this player, um, and also... And also for um, Ioannou, which is, uh, for me, is a really great player. Yes, I agree. And from, uh, yeah, really uh, like him, though. Very nice. Yes, it's something that, uh, uh, you know, I've seen uh, many, many occasions created by him running with yeah. the ball. Yeah. He's a really good. He's a really good player, and I think he also is on loan from Nottingham Forest. So Nottingham maybe, Forest, yeah. Maybe it's a job for Mr. Wise to see if... Yes. <laughs> Fits, yeah. And he's, uh, I don't know if you know, but I think he's the only international player that played this yes, week yes, for Como. Yes, yes. He's the only yeah. player that played during the international break yeah. for it. He played 90 minutes too. It was a draw, a 0-0 yeah. draw last night. So he kept That's a clean crazy. sheet. He yes. started the game. So obviously he's, uh, you know, making a good impression for uh, Cyprus. Good for Cyprus. Absolutely, right? absolutely. So yeah. I, I hope that... Uh, for the next season, this yeah. uh, mentioned on loan player will become a player. But we, yes. have, we, we, we have an issue, uh, which is the, I don't know if the next year the rule will be the same, but yeah. the next, uh, you know that uh, we have to have a maximum of over age player, which means more than 25 years old. And the mm. other one uh, must be under 25. And a lot of people that this year are uh, 25 are t turning 26 last year. So a lot yeah. of players will, will go in the over. Uh, so the team will uh, need to be also uh, refreshed with younger players. That's the rule of the, of the Serie B, which is impacting, oh, yeah. uh, is impacting how the, the roster of the team is, is composed. If I'm not wrong, you have you can have 18 players that are over, which means more than 25 years old. Okay. okay. And the other must be under 25, 25 uh -huh. or less. But mm. for example, Tanko yes, is, yeah. 20, is, is 98, guys uh, from the 19... Born yeah. in, in, Nardi is also quite, quite young. Yes, well, but I'm thinking that everyone is reaching to over next year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, also other players. So it's necessary to find uh, some also good players that younger are uh, younger in age. This yeah. is, will be a task not yeah. easy for, uh, for, the, for the team. Marco, I have a question for you. And um, yes, maybe please. you would like to elaborate as well. Um, we, we know that Como have a really strong side, the, the usual starting 11 that they always use. We always see Faragini there as uh, Matteo Solini, Fakin, Lagumina, Cherry. Um, when someone gets injured, let's say one of the top three players gets injured, how how do you think Como has to cope in order to maintain all the other players so that their standard is the same? So let's say if a player gets injured, uh, we don't have a problem so that everybody is up to the same level. Do you think Como should step up to the other players? They have to have the same standards? Uh, I think that this opens up to the only criticism I can do to Mr. Gattuso. Let's say that I'm a big fan of his work and uh, I really appreciate him uh, as, a, as a manager, as a man, also yeah. 
his style uh, that he is really polite, he's not uh, arguing with, with the referees. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a really big fan of, of Mr. Gattuso. As said, the only criticism I can do, uh, for sure uh, he, he can reply and give us uh, the reason why he did uh, such, uh, but uh, let's say that from my point of view, that I'm a supporter really interested in, in the team, uh, I would ask um, this point, they say that is, um, to me is necessary to keep uh, all the player hot. Which yeah. means that, uh, for example, uh, every player should be used a little bit more on the pitch. Yes. I mean, if you, uh, we, we have this uh, rule that is uh, somewhat new to, to Italian football of uh, the chance to, to change five players. Previously, previously mm. three players. Mm. In the last couple of years, you can change five. We, you, you, this means that you can change half of the running player, except yeah. it's in, you, you can change totally. I'm not <laughs> asking Mr. Gattuso to change every match, five player and change uh, the team. Yeah. But I think that uh, he should have uh, gave uh, more chances to some players, uh, not changing the system of play, but just for example, uh, um, some player has not been used that much, uh, yeah. some uh, left in, in January, that's common practice, that's fine. But mm -hmm. when you decide that, for example, uh, I don't know, uh, Nardi is starting to play in the last, uh, in the last game. Yeah. But for example, we have also uh, Kabashi that has not been used that much, yes. maybe be yes. because because yeah. it's not good enough. This is not up to me to decide. Yeah, yeah, but course. I think that when you have, for example, an injury uh, to a player like Bellemo, we knock on wood that is not injured for sure. But if, yeah. if this happened, uh, you have a player that uh, to, 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 to substitute him that maybe has not uh, played that much. So, uh, he, this player has uh, a little bit of anxiety because he's, uh, he thinks yeah. that uh, this could be a big occasion and maybe he's, he's too stressed to, 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 to perform. I think that um, one of the things that we, we can improve is to increase rotation of players. Yeah. Maybe not uh, from the first minutes, but after 60 minutes of, 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 of one hour of, of play. You can change more, uh, not, not every game, but today one player, next week another one. So you yeah. can maybe have all of them running and uh, also a little bit more relaxed when they, they are called to be a starting 11, for example. This, this yeah. is my, my idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I, uh, to, to add to that a little bit, you know, um, we've had Nardi, Cicciretti, and Blanco since the uh, transfer window, uh, January transfer window, yes. and I've really only seen them start like a, a, yeah. a couple of games. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I was talking about you know, like yeah. I, I feel like they could have started because like seeing how they play now. I mean, obviously, again, we are not Gattuso. We don't know what's going on in training. We don't know what he sees. Absolutely. We don't know what's going on in his mind. But at, from a fan's perspective. Uh, you know, how, how we see it is, you know, when you have these loan players, these signings, you know, he hasn't played them uh, since the beginning. And now that he is starting to start them and play them in different positions, um, maybe because Gattuso is working and maybe he wanted to stick to that because at the moment he was working, it was working. But now that maybe it's starting to drift off a little bit from the playoff spot. Now he's more willing to take risks. Uh, and yeah. when he's willing to take risks, then he's starting to play all these players that he previously didn't have on his starting lineup. And it's starting to show, which uh, I hope it's not too late, but I feel like, you know, it's getting close to that time of the season yes. where it is getting, yeah. you know, it's a little bit hard to catch up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah like again, like Nardi is, is an amazing player. You know, I wish we see him start more often. Cicciretti uh, too, I think the number 10 position he's doing very well. So, I mean, again, it's in, again, we don't know what's going on in Gattuso's mind. We don't know. We're not the coach. I'm sure he's no. more qualified than us to, to make these Absolutely. decisions. 
<laughs> but uh, it, it, from a fan's perspective, you know, like we would like to see these these signings play, right? <laughs> so yes, hopefully, uh, totally, you know, next season. It's a totally fan perspective. And yeah. uh, as I said, we, we always are polite, but we are really involved. And so yeah. we like to, to give our comments without attacking anyone. Uh, that's for sure. But I agree with you. And they say that I think that this last uh, um, match of the season uh, will be um, really important. Uh, honestly, honestly, I think that playoff is almost impossible. I will give, uh, I don't know, 5%. Yeah. Not yeah. because of lack uh, of occasion from Como, but because there are other teams that are not uh, are still performing. So yeah, yes. we, we can win all the game. We can do that. But someone has to, has to lose a lot of points. Yes. So, so this is why, let's say that to me, I'm, I'm saying 5% could yeah. be 10%. Yeah. Chance to be there. So, but really the important point Sorry, of the season now is to see these players, these on loan players, yeah. and to check if they are good for the next year and mm -hmm. if they want to stay here. For example, yeah. if in the last game Nardi and Ciciretti they should play every game yeah. and see how right. they do. Right, if, right, they right. Like, if they like Como, if they like the manager, if they want to stay here in the next year. So next year you have good players that already know the situation here yes. and can be good from the first match of the next season. Yes. This is, to me, what we have to do. Yeah, I agree, right. Marco. Yes, uh, I was speaking with Carvey earlier on. We said it... Uh, it might be a good idea for Como to stay in Serie B first for, for, for next year so that they have a better equipped team and then for the next year, rather than going to Serie A and then you suffer in Serie A and then you might have to yes. come down again. Right, step by step, step by step. Also, okay. the, the stadium is an issue because, you know, uh, we, we have, to, we have to, to have a good stadium to, to, to be in Serie A at the moment. The stadium is really nice. Hope you that you will see you will see this uh, uh, let's say uh, as soon as possible. But is is a stadium that needs to have some up major upgrades yeah, yeah. to be what uh, what should be because uh, the potential is is really really good. Also for the you will see that when you when you are seated. Uh, in uh, in the stadium, you can see the lake, the mountains, oh, the, the yeah. game. That's you see the you see the uh, aircraft that uh, because there is an uh, um, water aircraft, uh, water aircraft, yeah, really close to the stadium that they come up and go. It's a really something that's unique. unique. Yeah. No, and we see we see pictures of the Senegalia uh, yes. all the time, and you know we're like, oh, I can't wait for us to actually yeah. be there and uh, experience it in person. Believe me, believe me, it would be a great, great. Oh, uh, yeah. can be still waiting for the visa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of uh, speaking of the of the Senegalia, um, I know that in Italian football, um, not many teams own their own stadium. Yes, I believe, yeah. uh, including Como, right? I think it's owned by the the district government, or I don't know how what you guys call the the local government there. I think I believe what it's like Juventus. I think Juventus has Alliance Arena is uh, yes. their own. And then I think uh, uh, Atlanta, I think, has their own stadium as well. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Yes, yes. but uh, I think it's yeah. And um, you know, from what I know, like the you know the the stadium in Como, like it was recently renovated a little bit. Yeah. But I know yes. that there's a there's a part uh, in the stands where it says uh, Como, the the part with the, the Como in the background. Because I've always asked people around. I'm like, how come there's no one? Uh, there's no fans there, yeah. so it's always yeah. on the front part, but there's nothing in the back. You always see the Como. So apparently that part is not, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but that part is not usable yet. Uh, fans are not allowed. It's still like under construction or something. Like fans aren't allowed on, on this section of the, of the stands right. yet. You're right. Is that, is that so? You're right. Yeah. That, part yeah. of the, that part of the stadium, uh, which by the way was uh, the first... Uh, uh, 
that part of, of the stadium back in the 80s uh, was uh, where I saw my first uh, uh, official game uh, at the stadium. So I really liked that part of the stadium. And it was a draw 1-1 in Serie A uh, against uh, Napoli. Uh, and there was Diego Maradona playing. Oh, wow, you so, saw that? Yes, I was like. Yes, yeah. I was 13 years old, but wow. I saw Maradona play, playing there. Yeah. And uh, so the, at the moment, that part of the stadium is not deemed uh, fine to, um, to be used okay. due to the being too old and not renovated. And it, there yeah. is no obligation to have the weight of the people there. So it's something that should be renewed completely. Okay. Uh, going back to your point, you are right. Um, historically, uh, the stadium in Italy are owned by the local municipality. So yes, the mayor of right. the city is the owner in the name of the city of the stadium. Okay. This, this is uh, what is historically. Um, the issue with that is that, as happened in Como, but not, not only in Como, there is the maintenance cost that is, uh, and there is uh, municipality should uh, keep the, the stadium in perfect condition, but it's not the, the case. Uh, Como and also many others. Uh, and um, what happened is that the first, uh, should be right on this, the first stadium uh, owned by a, by a team was uh, um, the actual Mapei Stadium, which was uh, uh, built by Reggiana, the team Reggiana, when it was in Serie A, and now used by Sassuolo. Because Sassuolo mm -hmm. is a really small town, they do not have uh, the stadium, so they go there. Is it Sassuolo is the Mapei Stadium, uh, the, which is yeah. the previously uh, Reggiana Stadium. It was, I think, called the Giglio Stadium, uh, if, I, uh, if I'm correct. And it was the first Italian, back in the 90s, end of the 90s, first owned stadium by uh, an Italian team. Oh. Then, uh, many years later, Juventus made the, his own stadium. The Alliance. Alliance. Yes, Nike, uh, the, the Juventus Stadium, they call it. I don't know if they changed the name. Right. And uh, recently also in, uh, Atalanta bought uh, the stadium for the municipality. Right. And I think maybe also Udinese as a sharing uh, with the municipality. Oh. And uh, this is something that we are trying to do. It's not easy because there are many laws. Uh, the, the municipality do not want to sell, but they do not want to maintain. So yeah. it's something that, uh, <laughs> just in case of Como, is uh, something that's important because it's a big asset for yeah. the team. Uh, and so we really hope that some way uh, there is a, a deal. Maybe, I don't know, sometimes they speak also 90 years of use. So you are not the, the owner, but it's something like you, are, you have the owner. So this is the situation. Uh, I have a, a, a final question for you for this yes. uh, first first yes. uh, first uh, meeting that we have, uh, yeah, which yeah. Uh, we really hope to be just uh, the the first one, and uh, yeah. also because uh, uh, now there is uh, uh, this weekend uh, the the team are not playing, uh, but the next uh, game is uh, uh, against Monza, which is a Monza. big rivalry, big yeah. rivalry. Uh, historical rivalry because it's close to Como and uh, is one of uh, of the big rivalry in 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 town. So I believe it's the closest team to Como in terms of uh, geographical yeah, area. Uh, they, they, they in Serie B, in Serie B, absolutely. The yeah, other Serie B, big yeah. uh, big rivalry are yeah. with uh, Varese, Varese, which is now uh, they went bankruptcy, so they are. Uh, struggling in the minor leagues and oh. also there is a, a rivalry with Lecco that uh, last year was uh, 
was uh, not easy because we we lose uh, we lost uh, both uh, of the game with Lecco, despite winning the championship. Uh, yeah. My question to you is: if you can give us uh, an idea on how uh, Como is uh, perceived as a team in Indonesia, so I would like uh, to know how is the attention of uh, of the people and who who is uh, let's say the the person, generally speaking, that is more attracted to, to Como in Indonesia, I don't know, football fan, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. really curious about this. Yeah, yeah. We, okay, April, why don't you go ahead? I'll, I'll, okay. I'll follow up to your answer. I have a right. long answer. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, in general, uh, Marco, in Indonesia, the fans are crazy about football, uh, yes. especially if they know that an Indonesian owns a club or has anything related to do uh, with the football club, they they really follow up. So we know that the fan base in Indonesia is so big here, especially for Como now. And they have high aspirations for the club. They they always watch it. Surprisingly, me and Carvey are also getting a lot of comments on our social media and they're like, oh, uh, when can you see an Indonesian player maybe play in Como? But me and Carvey, we, yeah. we, we also mentioned to them that there's regulations and... Um, yeah goes towards that but in general the fans are loving it and they're loving it more day by day now knowing that uh is doing well and they really hope it could be their main team some some people have actually made it the number one team and they're supporting como regardless if they win win or if they lose so i think it's yeah. uh it's a very big progress for como and i think it can only grow further yeah yeah um well like to to yeah to add to that obviously uh you know, yeah. supporting a team in, in Serie B is a very niche market, uh, you know. But uh, one thing to say is, you, you might not know this, but Serie A was actually the most popular football uh, league in Indonesia for the longest part until 2006. Well, we all know what happened in 2006, Cassiopoli, yeah. and all that happened. And then ever since then, the Premier League started taking over. So now, if you ask anyone uh, that grew up in the 80s, uh, you know, the, the who are now like 30 to 40 years old, you know, does, they would support an Italian team because that's all that was on TV in the, in the back in the 80s to like the late 90s yes. uh, and early 2000s, uh, you know, but the, the kids nowadays, you know, born maybe after 92 and so on, you know, they grew up watching Premier League football. So actually there's a lot of uh, uh, interest in Italian football, especially mm -hmm. for the, um, I guess you would say Generation X. For the Generation X uh, category uh, of people, so Italian football already has a, a good name in Indonesia, although it is on a decline at the moment. But as Ibnu would say, uh, you know, Indonesian fans are very, very patriotic, and not really patriotic, but they're excited whenever there's, a, you know, a, a foreign team linked to anything Indonesia-related. So yeah. right now, the biggest hype surrounding Como is the fact that. You know, we will have our ex-legendary uh, player, Kurniawan, who used to play for the Primavera youth team for Sampdoria. Uh, mm -hmm. And he will be uh, helping Jack Gattuso, um, you know, soon. He's also waiting for the visa, same as us. So, you know, Ooh. we're still waiting on that. And that is the biggest hype surrounding Como. That's why most people know about Como at the moment. Uh, you know, they're always on our social media pages. They're always asking about, you know, when is Coach Kurniawan going to come? How come we never see him in the games? You know, where is he at? What's he doing now? So that's that's the biggest uh, uh, hype surrounding Como at, at the moment. And obviously, like Ipnu says, they're also, you know, curious as to why uh, there's no Indonesian players. But to that, you know, we, we also have to make a, a clear point here that just because the owner is Indonesian, it does not mean that you know, there's going to be Indonesian players unless, you know, of course, first of all, the regulations are very strict for recording non-EU nationals in the Serie B, uh, also in Serie A, actually, but more specifically in Serie B. But, you know, we don't want any nepotism to happen, right? Obviously, just That's like, fine. you know, the example, the example I would use is like, you know, you don't see any Russian players in Chelsea. You don't see any Saudi Arabian players in Manchester City. You know, you don't see too many American players in Serie A, like Milan is owned by a, an American consortium. So, you know, it's not, in Indonesia, they just, I don't know, I guess because it's not very common to see an Indonesian owner owning any team. By the way, an Indonesian owner did own Inter Milan back uh, in, I believe, what, 2014. Oh, yeah, Eric Cohir. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, um, it's not 
you know, we don't want, uh, you know, as far as uh, what we know is we don't want just any Indonesian players to just uh, um, play for Como. And if they do, you know, obviously it has to be based, you have to be really good, right? And to be really good, as you know, like, you know, most um, foreign players, non-EU nationals have to either play in Serie A or, you know, there's a very strict regulation to that. So, you know, we want the top players to be playing for Como. So, you know, we don't want people thinking that, oh, just because it's an Indonesian-owned team, we're going to put Indonesian players there. No, that is not the goal. The goal is to make Como, uh, you know, a competitive team from, you know, whether that be with Italian players or whatever foreign nationals are going to come in. The goal is not to bring in Indonesian players to play, but the goal is to make Como a competitive team. And if someday an Indonesian player does make it, uh, good enough. As you know, Dennis Wise is also the coach of uh, of uh, Garuda Select, which is a youth program for uh, Indonesian young players. They also have some of the Como youth team in Garuda Select as well, which are currently competing in Europe. So, yeah, so, you know, the, the hype is definitely building. It's still a niche market. You know, not too many people know about it, but uh, people are definitely trying to find out more about it. And again, like I said, it, uh, Italian football does have a, long-standing name in uh, in Indonesia and ever since the Calcio Poli you know like everything is starting yes. to to build back up obviously that really put a big strain on the TV rights and everything back in the day but now it's starting to build itself back up you know Italy won the Euros um, so it's a growing market and I think that's where we can really capitalize on on this growing market because um you know, it's easy to support a team like Roma, Lazio, Inter, any of the big Serie A teams, right? Yes. But Serie B is also where, like, you you actually want to pay close attention to this league because that's where all the upcoming players are going to be coming from. And I believe that the Indonesian players, you know, with the good ties to their team, with the good Indonesian ties to their team, like with their coach coming in, and, you know, with us posting on uh, in Indonesian just to get more people interested as well, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to bring in uh, more Indonesian fan base, which is actually what me and Ipnu's job is, is to open up yeah. this uh, this fan yeah. network. Yes, we yes. really hope that also our friendly uh, discussion that we would love to make, uh, let's say, weekly uh, will help yes. because uh, it's uh, something that is easy to listen us to, to speak. And uh, uh, today we we already reached one hour of of of. Uh, hey. Yeah, Is that you like can, we can probably talk for a lot more, but you know, for the sake of our audience, we need the, the limited time. Also, <laughs> also I I'm forcing myself not, uh, right now not to uh, proceed uh, and asking question because what you both guys says is really interesting, but. Uh, I think that we can save these uh, for next uh, yes. uh, next time. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 My my final uh, thoughts is that we are living in a situation for Como that uh, cannot be better because after many years, but I'm speaking about uh, twenty years of struggling, uh, we have an occasion to to have uh, uh, this property. Uh, that has uh, for sure uh, enough money to make the team good. But what I really appreciate is that the uh, results and what happens in the pitch is a, a big focus. It's not just something that uh, Ocomo is a nice city, uh, the stadium is on the lake, uh, that's fine, and we, we can do that. I see when when I see Mr. Wise speaking, I see that he's always uh, uh, speaking about results. Pitch being there, he's a man of football, a great man of football-minded. Yes, yes. So the results are in line with what is the plan, because the the Serie D was uh, when the property came, the Serie D was ending, but the the championship was won. It, it was maybe it was one even with the previous pro- property, but th- that's a fact that the Serie D was won. Then we have a first year in Serie C, then a stop for the COVID-19 pandemic, and we were doing a season that could be seen as similar as this one. So we were doing good, 
promoted in Series C and keeping, keeping that season good. Next year, we won the championship and we are in Serie B. With, believe me, for an old style fan like me, Serie B is fine. Obviously, Serie A would be a dream, but also dream. Serie B is really good because it's a championship that is also followed by people here. You can yeah. see the game, you can speak. There is, there is a, it's really good. Obviously, hope that the next future will uh, will improve again. So I think that uh, I'm really happy to to have had this um, this uh, first meeting with you guys, uh, yeah, you. Carri, yeah. and also from me, Marco. Uh, and uh, let's say that we talk to you again later. Uh, uh, let's say in the in the next future, hopefully next week. Okay. Yes, for okay. sure. We'll set it up. Thank hopefully, you. maybe before the Monza game. Yes. And, uh, we can set something up. So thank, thank you. you. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, Marco. And my Marco, pleasure. It's, it's, uh, we really have fun talking with you. Yeah, and like I said, you. we could go on for hours, but we'll save the the topic of discussion for the next episode. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye, 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 bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Grazie, Marco. Ciao, ciao. Bye, bye.